as Canadian Thanksgiving approaches. Michael Bradley, U.S. international for TFC, turns to his Canadian teammate, Schaffelberg, and says, Thanksgiving, why do you even have that in Canada? It's not like the Mayflower came over and the Pilgrims and all the stuff that we have in the United States. Why is there Thanksgiving in Canada? And Schaffelberg says, well, every year Canadians like to get together with their families, eat a big meal, and thank God they're not American. It's the Full English Football Podcast. <laughs> and it is indeed the Full English Football Podcast, and it is Saturday, October 2nd. 2nd, we're into October. 2021, and yeah, fuck you, America. <laughs> we let you in, and you don't let us in, and our uh, vaccine rates are so much better, and yet you're like not letting us in. Screw you. Oh, come on, you're always allowed to fly in. Yeah, you're allowed to fly in, you just can't drive in. Uh, Arsenal, Brighton, Hove, Albion in the background. Uh, just a missed opportunity there for Aubameyang. Still nil-nil. Shout out to Crow's Kitchen, Tony, yeah. <laughs> Tony Town. Uh, no flow, she's uh, in said United States <laughs> right now, actually. <laughs> so I take that back. Uh, yay, America. Yay. Um, and uh, I ended up having to put together... Meal? Quite the feast. Not too bad. Got Certainly the ball nothing rolling. extra. I make just enough. Hey. <laughs> just Fantastic. enough for uh, two, by the way, because it is uh, Tony Chelsea True Blue, Tony Crollo alongside the Red Devil, Chad the Lad Gibson. Hello, hello. The two thirds English today. Two thirds English uh, with no Ariel Coach Kagan on a eight hour and Ariel's back on a, 16 yeah. hour. Just a quick milk run up to Sault Ste. Marie, <laughs> right. Ontario. To do a show, bomb and turn around and drive back oh, thinking he's about doing it. for work. Oh, it's for work. Yeah, uh-huh. which meant kind of like, well, sorry, for day job work, for not day for comedy job. work. Right. Um, I think he's doing some filming and stuff for like the The, the weed country? shop? Yeah. The, you know, the, the dispensary? Yeah. Well, they've Matchbox, got a few. Yeah, cannabis? They've, they've got a few locations. Right. And, or three that I know of anyway, one of them being Sault Ste. Marie, one of them being where we did a show in the summer, sometime up, somewhere up like Steels and something, I don't know where I was, I was lost up there, Vaughn maybe? Market Vaughn, something yeah. like that, yeah. And then the one just around the corner here as well. It's here in the junction, the alongside of only 15 others within a two a square crazy kilometer. World <laughs> where like, weed was illegal five years ago and now, you would have a hard time not, like you would have a hard time going to shop anywhere and not having a weed store around. Right. It would have to be like the grocery store across from an elementary school or you're going to have a weed shop. Yeah. And there's so many with clever names uh, kind of insinuating what it is that they do that any place that's called like, the, there's one place like the Garden Flowers and there's like, sorry, we don't sell weed. Yeah. <laughs> just, you know, now <laughs> flower shops flower have to apologize because even though they've been around for a hundred years <laughs> and now it's like, oh, flowers, Oh, you got, got green, it. do you? <laughs> no. No, Everywhere. Actual, ooh, bouquet. Yeah, give me a bouquet of some sativa, I'll get an ounce of bouquet. And <laughs> 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 yeah, it's a crazy, crazy world that, you know, the prevalence now that I notice of, of weed drinks, because there's one particular drink that's in the old style stubby beer bottle. Right. So I just see people walking around down on Queen Street drinking stubbies. And I'm like, it's <laughs> either a beer or a weed drink. And either way, I'm down with it. It's cool as hell. <laughs> Yeah. Progress, right? That's progress. 
first place that I ever sort of you smelled a city that is weed is Amsterdam. This is, you know, sure. you, we think about it and you go there and then it smells exactly what you would uh, hope and expect as the promised land of the place. And now you just get it so everywhere. You just walk around and it's like, this smells like Amsterdam. It's like, no, it smells like Toronto now. It smells like Canada. Now I feel now. like I'm grading how good the smell is. <laughs> like, that smells like some weak shit. Did you, that that has to be government sure. weed. Right. That has to be government weed. <laughs> yeah. There was a guy, when we uh, went down to Parkdale for a show last night, when I parked, like, as I was rolling my windows up, I could smell this guy's joint from his, his, uh, like, his one of these streets where, no, he's just way up on his porch, like, on one of these kind of Queen Street ones where you got to go up a long ways for it. Right. Sitting in the dark, token on something, like a flashlight of a joint, because when I smelled it, I looked over, like, oh, that's where it's coming from, that raging inferno at the tip of that guy's head. Right. It's a different world. Absolutely. You don't op- can't open your window for fresh air and not expect then to be smelling that fresh air being... Yeah, it's a different kind <laughs> of fresh. <laughs> a different kind of fresh. Absolutely. <laughs> where to start? We start with Manchester? to start in our starting 11 after the shout-out to me for the regular... There was nothing special. Fries, uh baked beans i didn't do anything outside of anything so i like the the little thin fries though the fritzy yes, fries the fritz fritz um, yeah i get those for uh friday steak night the f- oh, steak fritz and uh, had some left over and uh, made new well new ones i mean <laughs> left over from the frozen bag had some, had some of the bag to go through uh yeah anything to say about this game first uh, arsenal what would uh, what would what would coach say uh this is kind of what I think you would expect with Arsenal right now. That not a lot of anything going on, and then Brighton, uh, Brighton able to outwork them in places. I don't think you can see that the class of Arsenal. They are able to slow it down a little bit. Thomas is playing and not hasn't been injured yet. Jinx, let's <laughs> hope he doesn't go down. Um, right. No Nicholas Pepe still, um, but Arsenal seeming to be excellent coming out of their end and approaching the other end and then seem to hold the ball up and kind of get lost in that section of the end. Not a lot of transition going through there. No. Brighton is all effort. Yeah, they're at home. They almost could have been top of the league. They ended up only salvaging a late draw against Crystal Palace. That was a good game. So they could be, you know, co-first, co-top of the table be, without be, unless Liverpool does something to get back into uh, front. So this, <laughs> Score is not six. A, this is a team that's, you know, for reals. They've got this six foot eight burn now in the middle of a or in the side of a back three instead of an, but he was actual left back now he's on the left side of a back three and you're wondering why he's not somewhere bigger. Well, just looking at, you know, the whole league last year was talking about looking for left footed center backs that can pass the ball a little bit. You got a guy that can run and play as a left back that's big enough to play in the center, in the Premier League. He's a big strong guy. Right. Um, to me that's just like why would you not. Take advantage of that. Yeah, move them inside or move them, or I guess, you know, get a move to a team that's looking for a little bit of size, you know. Hey. Yeah, him with uh, Dunk are uh, very foreboding, both in defending dudes, their yeah. goal and in front of goal on the other end and uh, set pieces and corners. Very aggressive on set pieces, all that. The Brighton yeah. team is very aggressive, just yeah. period. Graham um, Potter's really uh, doing a great job. Yeah. And if they stay somewhere in top six, eight, he'd probably be manager of the year, you'd think. Yeah, Nobody one would of the expect that much out of them. One of the other men, of course. Yeah, it's it's early, but again, it's a team that there's no real changes to them. They lost arguably their best defender, that Ben White character. Yeah, he went for fifty million dollars or whatever he went for. Um, yeah, it's interesting. I like seeing a team like that without, you know, without the flash and dash, just working their way, um, working their way, staying in the league year after year. That team should get better. 
when they're still around the Premier League and have Premier League money to throw around here and there. Um, but all right, so I'm going to get on to United. A 1-1 draw this morning with Everton. Um, pretty unacceptable at home. Midweek late, a win, uh, which looked pretty decent once uh, Ronaldo got on the pitch. For he started the game properly. Champions in, League, because after the young boys lost, you really needed to. Yeah, we, had a, we needed that win. It looked like it was going to go the other way for a little bit. Uh, Villarreal were a problem for us, obviously, in the, uh, the Europa League final last year. First time we've seen them since. That's a good team. There's some, some parts of that team that I really like. Pau Torres, uh, the defender, and uh, I think it's Jeffrey Condogbia. Uh, yeah, Captain Crappy Pants uh, has really built something. <laughs> something <laughs> crappy Pants face. Yeah. <laughs> really Got something, something going on there. I like that team, but it's also good to get a win. Today was uh, today was tough. Today's questionable lineup decisions being made by uh, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. The biggest one, every time he does this, there's going to be questions. There's going to be headlines. Ronaldo starts on the bench uh, in favor of Edison Cavani. Uh, Cavani, obviously, what do you say about him? He's not Ronaldo. All no. the greatness that Cavani has, he's not Ronaldo. So any any decision to take the king out of the top there is going to look bad. Uh, they brought Ronaldo on later in the game to no avail. Uh, up, you were already up 1-0 at that point. When yeah, he comes on, that's a good got point. A, got a goal, gorgeous one by Martial. Martial's goal was nice. I really feel that was Bruno making the pass. That like yeah. I said, There's very little he could do other than one time hit that ball towards the net. The finish was great, though, kind of short side style finish. Um keeper arguably should have had that it is a blast though when you see it in slow motion it's close enough to the keeper that you'd expect him to get a hand on it but when you see it in full in full speed he, he got a good piece of that ball and just hammered it through him uh, might be the case they got exposed on the break though luke shaw for some reason um lots of effort lots of you know what you like from luke shaw but he decided to try and be a hero on the back check and just completely left um, his side of the field open for a slotted finish. I'm forgetting who scored now. Why? Oh, that's annoying. Uh, it's uh, the guy that's been doing it all since he got there. Um, uh, Townsend, two great yeah. Andros Townsend. Andros Townsend, yeah. Uh, Townsend finishing from uh, the Him slide and pass. Gray have been Damari Gray. So Gray made that play. Yeah. Damari uh, Gray outfought Fred twice in his own end uh, to get out and get running. Slid the ball through to DeCourie. Um it is Dekure is the run that, that Shaw traced. Shaw traced Dekure and caught him. In fairness, his speed got him there, but it completely left Townsend open. Townsend took the ball at the top of the box, right-footed shot, which is the offside for him, into the bottom corner. De Gea looked useless on the play. Um, and then we got nothing else. No real chances generated. Nothing that really made me think um, there was going to be a breakthrough game ends 1-1 tie we picked up one point from the last six at old trafford it's a tough spot to be in um in a league in a in a league that's going to be this competitive and with the team that we have difficult difficult one ole has got to take this one on the chin that was he's got to figure out a way to get more out of the midfield than fred and mctominay offer i don't care how good he feels with them in there if we're not winning with fred and mctominay get donnie in make pogba work do something because that Fred McTominay midfield is not – it's just not able to break anyone down. It's decent at holding the ball up. That's about it. So, um, yeah, you know, difficult. 
difficult to watch them play that poorly. Uh, what do we have? Interna- international break coming up now? Yeah. You know, so for some teams, it's good. You need to take that little break. Other teams are just getting going again, and then there's this other stupid week and a half of yeah. useless, uh, and people are going to come back injured or with COVID. Yeah, and, injured or covid Yeah. Starts a tough run. October is not an easy month for, for United. We're sitting on games against at Leicester, at, at Atlanta, um, at home to Liverpool, and at Tottenham. So only one home game coming up in the month of October. Ouch. Um, and three proper clashes, um, I guess, in the rest of the month. So tough time for United. Got to buckle down. Got to get that first team working before you worry about rotation. Um We'll talk about rotation with Chelsea, really, because I feel they're doing it right. I feel like that Chelsea team's moving. They're 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 getting better incrementally, and that makes me feel like you can rotate. I feel like United haven't quite locked it down. Anything other than we got a, a number seven striker that can really put stuff in. Uh, yeah, I guess a good part of uh, not having it completely set and having such a strong bench is that if there's anybody shows that they don't feel like they want to be there right now, then he can bring in somebody else. It's always a work in progress. I think Chelsea's always been that way. As soon as you feel like you've got them set, people were talking about it, them winning us, winning it all this year and then back-to-back 1-0 losses and uh, comprehensive defeats. I mean, Man City and then Juventus in midweek really handed it to us. Just all of a sudden, they just seemed to have an extra guy. They pressed and just forced mistakes and kept at it. Chiesa was just... Uh, He's fast. Running. Man, oh man, was just killing our Do you think he got it wrong on your setup there? got one in there. What? Do you think that he got it wrong on the midfield setup? Um... Tuchel? Yeah. Yeah, he tried. Uh, he went with what worked against uh, Spurs uh, mid um, in the second half of that big win, which was the last big win for us. And then we had the 1-1 against Aston Villa, and they were really all over us. We just lucky we got the win in penalties with uh, Kepa making a couple of saves or one definite save. Um, but in Conte the second half, we brought in Conte and, it di- and had like a five and went for a, to a 3-5-2. And with Conte, you know, up the field doing and, and getting the ball back, we were totally dominating the midfield. This time that did not work out at all, um, and it just got confusing in there. And Kovacic, and once we got – Is there a – They had a back six that just – you just couldn't find a way around. And it got to that point where I was so frustrated. It was back when Lampard and when Sari and stuff, where it's just like – Rather than trying to give and go because you're trying to give and go is more like you're giving it to me. No, you take it. I don't know what to do with it. And it's like, no, I don't want it. You take it. I don't know what to do with it. And then back to Rudiger or back to the defense, and it's just looking to reset. But if you're resetting and they don't and they're not changing what they're doing, you just kept resetting back into the same thing again. You know? Yeah. They just didn't seem to try Hoping anything someone will different. Blink. Couldn't get anything up to Lukaku. And then uh, finally Conte went off, and he wasn't himself, and it turned out because he tested positive for COVID a little bit after that. So there is fitness concerns with him, right? Absolutely, yeah. There was injuries before, uh, and now that's always going to do something to you. Absolutely. It took way longer for Havertz. I mean, he's only just maybe completely come back from getting it. We'll never really know the long-term and even medium-term damage it does. You know, the symptoms go away, but there's still – just what it does to your conditioning and, conditioning and what it does to your... Yeah, absolutely. But we got lots of different guys. Uh, Loftus-Cheek showing some real promise. When he made some changes, we started uh, making more things happen. We actually got a few shots, uh, but I think only one officially on target and none against um, Man City. 
lots of attempts going nowhere. Um, but we started to look like we were making things happen, and then today it uh, turned around a lot more against Southampton. Um, Red card in Southampton for yeah, uh, 77, well, 77, 77th minute, though. Mike Dean is just uh, the worst. <laughs> Not content with being the worst on-field referee. He's got to be a horrible one in VAR. To me, I don't understand this calling something that happened a minute ago. It's like something, oh, something's the, gone wrong the with Werner the Werner goal. Like, yeah. And the guy finally gets a goal. He's not offside. Everything's fine. And then it's like, wait, hang on. Espliqueta about a minute and a half ago did something that led up to this. But there was so much more that had to happen after Yeah, I don't quite understand away, those calls. Seems. But once you call a referee over to take a look at something, he's almost always going to have to go your way with it. So goal disallowed. But then a red card. Again, it's if you look at it in real time, he's just coming it's in a, a little challenge. bit late. But if you freeze it right when both studs are up and on the guy's but that, leg, that's how he went in. in. Like he went in, but studs he did up. go in. Yeah, it and was a bad, a bad pass player. from Mendy to Jorginho, but Jorginho did get to it in time. Yeah. Um, Ward Prowse thinks he's got a chance to get at it. And I think he played a bit in. of the slippery grass kind of thing. The I can slide through this challenge, but he just did it. Like he got it wrong. And yeah. I don't necessarily, I don't really have a problem with that one because that easily could have been a broken leg. Like True. There's, there's True. not the far from that, and it's backwards. snapping his leg in half or ripping yeah. his knee to shreds. Definitely because I, I, you know, disagree with him pulling back the goal. I figured this made it even, and uh, you know, ended up going our way after that. They had made it one-one after Chilwell, who I thought has he's finally gotten in past uh, Alonso, but because of Alonso being a defensive liability, but Chilwell was like neither offensive nor defense, somewhere caught in the middle, but uh, end up uh, giving up the penalty that Ward-Prowse put in, and Ward-Prowse gets the red card, and then Chilwell ends up getting a goal to make up for uh, that one, end up winning 3-1, 89th minute. Just as I was uh, saying to myself, nothing ever happens after 80. If we're not going to get anything by 80, then it's going to stay 1-1, and they score twice, Twice 84 and 89. And uh, I was like, why am I wearing a Timo Werner jersey? Ever since I bought it, it's gotten to shit for him. Even when he scores, it gets a goal taken away from him. I take <laughs> it off. Three seconds later, he scores. And <laughs> beautiful finish. He's Coming a great in, finisher. Uh, he is. He I is. think Ariel he and I is. really oversold him to you because we both are huge Timo Werner fans. Yeah. Um, I was like, I'm buying this jersey. He's going to be the man. And then it just all went off the rails for him. I, I think take he the jersey off, he scores immediately. <laughs> I think him and Lukaku can be a real problem. And there's a couple times you saw it today where the ball comes in to either who was it, Werner, and who was on the other wing today? Was it Hudson Adoy? Yes. It started. Where they'd have one of those guys come short for a ball, then sort of kick it ahead or just sort of chip it ahead to Lukaku. So you'd have almost an overload on one side. Yes. And then Werner or Hudson Adoy just running off the other side. That's the Werner goal. Get that over to him, and he should be able to bag that into the the far side of the net every time. Absolutely. And Lukaku's uh, speed is really different than it was when he was at United. Yeah. Whether it's the first couple strength, steps or something. That, but uh, yeah, he uh, really can be the complete player. He made a lot of stuff happen, didn't actually get anything, but he did score. It was offside, and it clearly was offside. But he made a lot of stuff happen, and the fact that uh, defense defenders keep having to focus on him, other guys can sneak in there. Uh, Loftus Cheek had a great takes game. Up a lot. Chalaba gets a goal, two goals now. I the think center our back center back is issue is uh, taken care of for sure. Now we seem to have uh, a lot of choices back there, but the wing backs is where I think if there is Reese still, is hurt we still though, don't know. Reese is yeah, out, so we've got Aspilicueta. Aspilicueta is not uh, a good wing and back, and haven't found a place for uh, Hudson Adoy, but wing back isn't it? 
And Chilwell, no. I mean, today I guess it's a, a wash, and he's starting to prove himself. But he's a natural left. He's back. a left back. He's not. A, he you have Alonso. Alonso's a good wing back. He is, but um, he's also been getting in trouble, and he usually does things start great, and then, and then there's. Some I think kind you of got you can work a combination of those two. He causes problems, gives you a real headache, but then he can also get amazing. Set-piece goals, you know. Set-piece goals. He, he patrols that wing. He, he covers a lot of ground out there. Um, I think things are exciting for Chelsea. I'm interested to see how the, the center-back situation will shake out. I feel like there's a bunch of guys almost ready to grab the bit there, but no one's quite no one's quite established himself as the number one yet. And the there's a bunch of, of guys. Three. Yeah, just sort of your main guy. Because right. you have like five guys. It's. I mean, Silva hasn't had a bad game since uh, the first bit. Since last year, yeah. Trouble. He's not that But he's never going to play twice a week, yeah. um, unfortunately. Rudiger has that temperament that you got to watch for. He's yeah, got the Costa effect where, you know, he could get you a goal, get you things happen, but he can also get you a red card. I like Somehow him. he's been gotten away with some things, um, but he's very physical. You certainly yeah. want physical. You don't want to get pushed around. I, I hate when, uh, when we get pushed around and Chelsea tend to be a finesse team when we had uh, Hazard and uh, Willian and guys like that just get booted around and no one's standing up for him and I like that Rudiger Rudiger's well, gonna there for you he's you in know. there so is Loftus-Cheek and Loftus-Cheek body too. wanders in the middle of that stuff he's you know pretty to watch uh, fluid in movement but a lot of times just not making anything happen but uh, he's been making things happen he was the it was hit ha- his glancing header that Got it over to Chalaba Ch- to Chalaba, uh, yeah. put in that first goal, and that was eight minutes in. Things were uh, flying I thought it was going to be a route. And then we got the penalty. We don't get that second goal count, so it's a 1-0 instead of 2-0, which gives Southampton belief, and then, uh, you know, it could have gone the other way. But 3-1 win, I think I uh, uh, wouldn't obviously say that everything's okay. It's always going to be a work in progress, but I think that's what Tusha likes, likes making those uh, on-field changes and decisions adjustments stuff, you know and that's how we are for our starting 11 i would say boom but we will all right so we're back and now it's time for what's up with the rest of the league hey it's not just our three teams even though it is the it's bulk the ones it. that matter well arsenal is arguable <laughs> but there are <laughs> our teams matter this year <laughs> but there is city liverpool and everton and many others out there Leeds and Brentford. (laughs) Wolves. uh, Wolves got a two-one win over Newcastle today at home. Um, Goals from I don't know this player. Huang. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, That's right. HS or something. uh, Um, Couple initials. I think he's relatively new to the side. I want to say he was part of the or part of what they brought in this year to try. yeah, I believe so. Oh, he's on loan from Leipzig. That's there right. we go. That's where I know him from. That's really fast it. little Leipzig. dude. Yeah, yeah. Plays on the wing. Two goals, not bad. Two goals and two shots. Wow. Um, Leeds. Leeds finally get a win. Look a at win that. for Leeds over Watford, Yay. so it barely matters. But <laughs> oh, the battle for uh, relegation. <laughs> um, there's certainly a better team than, than getting they, yeah, no result. Uh, nothing and, of course, there's the them. fatigue effect of a Bielsa team. Um, but Lorente got one, and then uh, Lorente scored early, and they held on for the rest of the game. They held on for the one-nil. Yeah, one-nil. Looks like they actually held the ball the bulk of the game. Leeds had sixty percent of the possession, um, twenty shots on, on target, twenty shots attempted, four on target. 
they really ran the table on Watford. They just there's no scoring happening at Leeds this year. Right. <laughs> Leeds is having a real hard time putting the the ball in the net. Yeah. Covered Chelsea beating up on Southampton. Burnley and Norwich barely happened. A nil nil classic. <laughs> nil nil. Heavy on the yellow cards. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven yellow cards wow. throughout the match. So at least a, a spirited nothing affair. Uh, I have to look for what the record is at some point uh, for yellow cards in a game, especially without a red yeah. happening. But Leeds, uh, Leeds win takes them out of the relegation zone, bumps them up to f- uh, to 16th place with Burnley, Newcastle, and Norwich now at the bottom. Wow. Newcastle, Norwich. Did Norwich lose again today? E- they nil nilled. Big day for them. Big draw. Oh, wow! First point of the season That's for Norwich. It. Wow! Uh, hey, you take seven games off, you get one point. <laughs> you know, United's only got one of the last six at home, so I can't complain. I can't yeah. can't bitch too much. United sits in third with games yet to be played. Chelsea should pull through. Chelsea should are on top of the table right now with Liverpool to play tomorrow, though, and the chance to to go back top of the table by either tying or a win would do it. Score a goal and they'll tie in the back at the top of the table with Chelsea. So, right before the break, um, yeah, fairly seven normal. Games. It'll be seven games, eight games, seven games Same through. Yeah, lots of congestion. You know, first place will be sixteen or seventeen points. Seventh place will be eleven. Right. Um. So lots of congestion at the top of the table. I'm still crazy excited about this season. Every week, like my team's got to play better. I'll get the excitement level will go up. Then <laughs> uh, we have Ronaldo. Remember? Yes. Uh, but. What a season. It's going to be a good one. I think so. Uh, There's just so much going on, and and just every week it just seems somebody else is coming out of there um, playing a lot better. Every week someone's on a three-game winning streak. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) How is that possible? Only in the Premier League, I guess, and that's uh, what's up with the rest of the league. And we're back, and it's time for our set pieces. But do want to mention we forgot to the biggest games tomorrow: Man City, Liverpool. Yeah, we didn't cover amazing. that. West Ham against uh, uh, Disney Club, uh, Brentford, Brentford, uh, which is Tottenham another Villa really great and game, Leicester and, Palace, and Spurs all Villa. <laughs> um, and let's pick a guess: Who do you think might be the next uh, manager fired? Who'd be the first manager fired this season? Do you think Norwich would bother um, letting their guy go? I don't think so, just because I don't think management is the problem there. And At some Beals point, they're not going to go anywhere from. That's Leeds. the one I'm worried about. Yeah, is that team's really underperforming? If it is the Bielsa burnout, then they got to make a move because they got to stay in the Premier League. That's right. too big of a side to be up and down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we'll so see, I guess. Yeah. Absolutely. Who do you think? Who do you think? Uh, I, I'm agreeing with you. I think that's the only one that seemed like there'd be anybody scared of. There was a second there where Arteta was in trouble, but now he seems to have righted that ship. There's no way that um, they're going to let uh, – Wolves are going to let – I mean, uh, Spurs are going <laughs> to let go the Wolves guy. They're yeah, too he, cheap, he, and they usually like to wait a little bit longer. And you know, He needs um, some time. Oh, um, what, what did happen finally was three goals midweek for Harry Kane. So it looks like he, be, he was a, against a shit team, but still. <laughs> yeah, <he'd laughs> uh, take him off. It might mean that he's like, all right, I am here. I might as well start scoring again. But anyway, set pieces, starting with uh, <laughs> Gibson's Finest, uh, brought to you by Gibson's Finest, and we had some. Oh, I didn't even bring it out this time. The uh, the bottle of Gibson's Finest, twelve year old Canadian whiskey. Chad finds something uh, special that's worthy of a shot uh, somewhere in the world of footy. 
Sometimes it's a, a playmaker. Sometimes just out of conversation, we just end up finding one today. Yeah, uh, here we are. Exactly that. Uh, but you fill us in on that one, please. So it came from a question over breakfast where Tony asked me who the... Is every time I t uh, text your name, Chad, the flag of the country oh, Chad, right, comes, comes up, up on up Apple, a, yeah. It's <laughs> an emoji. So sometimes I'll just call you the you know the, the flag country of Chad, Chad <laughs> the country of Chad. So it just made me think: Are there even is it are there any good players coming out of Chad at all? Are they a good soccer football, football country, nation. football nation? And that's what you decided to look into, and that gave us. So our, I looked uh, into that to find out: Are there any good players um, of Chadian Chadian descent? The quick answer, no. no. <laughs> None of them have achieved anything as professional footballers in the history of the world. They've never been higher than 97th. Never been higher than 97th in the world. They currently sit about 181st. Um, so I had, to look, I had to go deeper. I was like, the Chadian team is clearly not as professional as I was hoping for. What about the players? What could I find out? And I found out their current captain is kind of the club legend. The, the best player in the history of Chad uh, is Ezekiel Undasel. Uh, Ezekiel, sorry, Ezekiel, Ezekiel or as he's known, King Easy. King Easy, love Greatest him already. The six foot nickname. three, uh, powerful p forward, thirty three year old from Dinjema, uh, Chad, Dinjema. Sorry, I tried listen to it on 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 my headphones earlier, but I can't quite say it right. Uh, yeah, he has uh, the country record of fourteen ever career international, international goals. goals. Uh, so big shout out to King Easy. Does he play now still? He is still playing. He plays in uh, Bahangkara. He plays. It's in a in South Jakarta in Indonesia. Okay. In the professional league there, wow. which is crazy when you think of like parts of the world where, like, we kind of think of them as like a semi-impoverished nation, but they still have professional football teams. <laughs> Absolutely, Canada okay. finds that out all the time. Every you'd think um, we'd be one of the powerhouses at least in the CONCACAF of this area and we'll go up against Haiti yeah you know where there is to, there's no food <laughs> there's yeah. no running water everything has gone to shit and they still manage to beat us smashes. three one all these um, yeah islands and countries that still manage to put together teams and there's King Easy greatest nickname I, one of the I best nicknames going around still crushing it in uh, Indonesia shout out to King Easy from Chad. From Chad. Chad's <laughs> best from, player. From Chad, the oh, man. Oh, man, I wonder if I can find him Chad on FIFA. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get him if on. If I can there. find him on FIFA, he will be on my team by the end of the day. Congratulations, King Easy. We're going to send you a Gibson's finest. All right, we're back. Normally our second one would be uh, Coach Kagan, where Coach uh, Kagan would find a player out there and put him in with a team that he thinks they should be with and go from there. He's not here, but yeah. I think he would say King Easy to King, <laughs> King Easy be the answer to, uh, to everyone's goal scoring problems. <laughs> everyone's goal scoring problems. He could do at least what Shane Long does. I'm positive. <laughs> here we go. King Easy could be the Shane Long. The, the Shane, Shane Long, Long of Jakarta. Of Jakarta. Um, and that would be brought to you by Visit Rwanda. <laughs> <laughs> now, moving on to the real one, since uh, he isn't here, we've got the highs and lows with Tony Crollo, brought to you by High Park Brewery, uh, located in the heart of the Junction Triangle, and Runnymede in St. Clair with 
12 different great beers. Highs and lows I've been finding is the same things. Usually you can find a high and a low in the same bit of information, starting with, again, a, a low of racism that you can't help <laughs> us end up having to talk about because it just keeps coming up. Um, but the high is that they finally convicted and actually gave jail time to someone for doing it. So uh, I guess that would be the high of the low, uh, not buying the defense that I was trying to say the word buffoon, and it came out autocorrected to baboon, which if you try it, you have to have used the word baboon yeah, it's for it to autocorrect that. <laughs> you don't put B in it, goes look, baboon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? It's, it's only coming up because you've written baboon a bunch of times before, so that's not going to end up working out, buddy. But, uh, yeah, this guy got eight weeks, uh, four weeks of actual jail time and then i believe four weeks of community service um and a thousand dollars in fines and of course banned for life from the team uh watching uh, going to the games which you know that's the only thing that had been done before is just sort of banning a person but not stopping anything else from doing it but this is now now this hopefully will look other people will be thinking twice before they just it's a send tough out one. that angry text over you know uh, over what? So, it's not like this person's again, done anything in your life. They've had a bad game. They didn't uh, score a goal when you thought they were supposed to. You're blaming them for I your still team's don't like loss, this. and now you're, you know, and, and now you got to say shit. Uh, I mean, uh, you know, I, I'm completely I'm fine with them banning them from stadiums and that kind of thing. Putting them in jail is a bit much to me because I, I, I re immediately think to what happened last year with Edison Cavani, where he was suspended for three games for responding gracious negrito to someone on an Instagram post. Right. Which, in England, oh, he's the biggest racist in the world. But in South America, that's kind of a normal way to refer well, to someone. Yeah, that one. But, well, where is Baboon okay? No, okay, <laughs> but who made the decision on what's racist? <laughs> or what's racist, right. Okay. I think, uh, now again, the problem is you don't get to see the full... Um, well, I'm sure this guy's a piece of shit that's going... That, uh, I just don't know that I like someone going to jail for it. Right. Um, but how else are we going to stop it? I, I, I hate that. Put him in a room now for five minutes with the guy he called a baboon. Right. He gets and five minutes and you go try and get to a door. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> See how you do against a professional athlete. Have you watched that uh, the documentary on the malice in the palace? No. It's on Netflix or like the Truth About series. And it's about the big fight between the Pistons and the the Indiana Pacers years ago when they took it to the crowd and started beating up fans and things like that. It's a great documentary. It's on uh, Netflix right now. Totally worth oh, watching. All right. If you remember that night when those when Ben Wallace, who was, whose brother had recently been murdered, went to the stands to <laughs> scare the hell out of businessmen in the front row. Um, right, right. Uh, but yeah, I, I certainly don't want this guy to have uh, a record that's going to prevent him from, you know, pursuing his life or whatever work he's and stuff I'm kind of okay with that, that uh, I'm okay with that I'm fine with shame him shaming and kick some him way. out of society I just well, don't want to put him in jail that. that's how it should work if you don't want that behavior around get rid of him treat him like garbage don't hire him don't don't put him in jail though it's just uh that you want to have that person um feel like he's done something wrong and now in this way he's probably just going to hate them even more and get even angrier about it i don't know I, I just whatever it is that turns them around would be great um there was the other thing that happened this week because i think the czech team there was a uh, an issue where um there was some racism the last time they played so then this time they didn't let any of the fans in <laughs> but then they let children in and then those children were carried it on <laughs> and carried it on for them they brought in school children Getting text instead, from their parents and they hey. end up yeah just, uh, monkey. Uh, just booing this guy and yelling out the same thing and doing all the same stuff and again you know the the team was like oh i never saw any of that or we didn't hear any of it 
but again, going on against uh, against the one player, it's just it's just become the game. And, and it's, it's there's just such so different stupid. views on it. Like it just I don't makes no sense. No, I'm not supporting in any way. Of course not. The, the views are so different in Europe about racism. Like I remember, I go back to the in Italy when they were throwing bananas at black players, right. and they defend it's like, no, it's not racist. That's just a good way to get a black guy off his game. Right. Is yell monkey noises at him and throw a banana. That'll, that'll distract him. It's all in the fun of uh, fun of the game itself. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's nuts. <laughs> I still don't know about jail, but I, yeah, I'd be fine with way more social things happening to him. Like, yeah, stick that on his vaccine vaccine passport. When he so scans that to go in somewhere, yeah. Oh, huge racist. You sure you want him in here? <laughs> go ask your black cook if he's okay with this guy being in, in the back. I'd be fine with that. Make him live at home in a hovel for being a piece of garbage. But right. jail? And, uh, and assuming that this guy's done a bunch of these things, because like I said, the word baboon is the thing that's coming yeah. up immediately. Because again, the heat of the moment, there's no one mistakes gets in trouble that you make, for one thing. things that, that you just uh, you know would regret and wish you could have back. And then there's times where it's like, this is just systematically yeah. who this person is and thinks that they can just And he's definitely get away garbage because you know there was a whole bunch of other stuff presented. It has in this to be so much no one's trying to make precedent on one happened. tweet. No. It's not absolutely. one little tweet that gets precedent right, made. I'm sure he's garbage. I'm sure he actually <laughs> deserves it. I just don't like the idea of free speech kind of landing you in jail. Right. Right. But anyway, that's. Oh, uh, good elbow to the forearm. Good forearm shiver there. Trussard. Going down again. Highs and lows. There's just many, many <laughs> lows. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> but always lots of highs. And that's what makes the game so beautiful, especially if you're enjoying it with High Park beer and only at the High Park Brewery in the Junction Triangle. Boom. And we're back to wrap this uh, nil-nil game. Uh, Brighton stinker. Arsenal of a stinker of a game. <laughs> How many times have we made any comment? <laughs> to yeah, game? we've mentioned we the game. We were able to speak freely for 40, <laughs> 40 minutes <laughs> during the second half. Of oh, this looking for a penalty. Game. Looking for a penalty. Doesn't uh, like it. Uh, no. Clear and obvious error. Unless you're Mike Dean. It was just uh, anything. Yeah, there's a little bit. Uh, there is some. He's kind of dragging that. You're always gonna get pushing, though. You're it, always gonna get. No, uh, see the way he kicks his legs forward and goes back. Forward. I don't like it. That's the thing. Um, although you know, That's it sucks that they tend gentleman. to punish players that don't go down. Yeah. Um, going down all the time too is just uh, is the worst. It is the worst, and I don't understand why you don't call a, make give the guy the call to the guy who tries to fight through it instead of diving. The guy that stays on his feet will never get the call. Oh, they are checking it now. VAR is still looking into it. See, how's he getting him down, though, is what I'm not clear on. And they get, Oh, if he's got to go take a look? No. No, he's not going to go take a not look. Not even going. John Moss doesn't like going to take a look. <laughs> he doesn't like being second-guessed, right? <laughs> no, no. John Moss is the one ref I think I noticed is aging the most. He was probably, because like I've been watching for like 20 years now, so he was probably pretty young when he started. <laughs> yeah. And he's definitely looking more like the, the senior ref than he used to. Absolutely. I think that he's into his final year or two. Good for him. Yeah, it's about to go. New what a generation. Job. Uh, I've been <laughs> noticing a couple of new guys popping up. Um, playing. I wonder what happens to the team if the one guy goes, because they always seem to have the same linesman with them as well. If those guys are not old, although Martin Atkinson, his one linesman, looks like it's his brother there. <laughs> <laughs> he got a guy that's about the same age as him. 
for sure as a linesman. But what happens to them? Do they find a new guy or they leave as I well? See, I don't think they're stuck in that much of a, a team because you hear the odd time like when they start up, when they first put females in right, doing the flagging and stuff. Um, they got worked in midseason in my mind, so I'm wondering if they're just just get uh, just kind of like you're in the same travel pool or something like that. Right, right. Interesting. I really don't know much about it, to be honest. That's uh, where we're at. That's yeah, that's how exciting. <laughs> Arsenal. Arsenal and these yellows. I don't think I like these banana yellow, like <laughs> electric banana yellow unis. <laughs> I think banana is just not a not anything we want to be going with now. I like just yellow uniforms usually, though. I know, but like I'm the just really with stark all baboon problems. Yeah, it's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> right, and then you start. Chelsea doesn't have yellow this year, do they? There's, uh, yeah, they do, uh, but it's a real bright gold, gold. Yeah, uh, I like that that's stuff. The same yellow that's uh, down the side of the, the jersey pennant, you yeah, got yeah. me came from all the way from uh, China by way of Thailand, by way of the back of some uh, factory. <laughs> same factory, <laughs> <exit> I think. Door. <laughs> uh, my Havertz jersey came in today, and that's got that yellow down the side. They've yeah, got that full yellow it's sharp. Uh, one as well. To my Bruno it. jersey's just missing. It's still not here? It hasn't showed up. Yeah. Uh-oh. I'll, I think it's October 4th. If it doesn't show up by then, I'll get a refund on it and just order it from a different spot. Well. Actually, I'll probably order from the place I ordered yours, uh, just because it was faster. Right, it and you're thinking about getting that Lego set. Well, that's a different thing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do need the Lego Old Trafford, all Old right? Trafford, why not? That would be pretty awesome. We got this little coffee Once table in the together. corner of the apartment. There's nothing really on it. I'm pretty sure. I got to get, my friend has got it down. Got the little leaks and all the problems uh, and the plumbing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if they're uh, not at home for the next couple of weeks, maybe they might do some repair work on Old Trafford. And, and I think it needs some, like, upscale. Like, if you look at the, the stadium, there's a whole section of seating missing. Like, there's, the south side of the stadium should have an entire other deck on it that the rest of the stadium has and it doesn't just haven't completed just not putting the money into it i don't don't know i don't know what the plan is the glazers are making money but they're also providing loads of money in transfers and uh in wages so i can't really complain about their investment it's hard to say anything about the team that just brought in varane ronaldo discount or varane or discount ronaldo that's true they did get them at good prices (laughs) but still the wages you're playing paying those two yeah that's the thing and and with some of the other guys that you've already had on there, you've got Pogba and you got Pogba's De Gea making, making De Gea making a mint. Right. Bruno should be. Should be absolutely well deserved. Um, all right, man, that was fun. That was just two of us, and Me we too. just uh, slid through it nice and easy. Um, like that coffee will be going through me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> ramping up. I'm sure pretty soon. <laughs> uh, but uh, it's been a lot of fun. We're gonna take an international break and be at her again and. Two weeks' time, I believe. That um, is correct. For the Full English Football Podcast, I've been the Chelsea True Blue, Tony Crowlow. I'm the Red Devil, Chad Gibson. And we'll talk to you again soon. Peace.